And the following is a conversation with KBEK's Rockin' Robin Riley with Karen Onan of the East Central Regional Development Commission right here on Q Media's On Demand. And good morning. It's always a pleasure when I have my friend Karen Onan in, and she is representing the RTCC. But of course, you're actually under the particular section, which covers our five counties. Karen, why don't you give us that coverage again? All right. I work at the ECRDC, which is the East Central Regional Development Commission. The office is located in Mora. And in that office, there's a lot going on, economic development and other transportation programs. But what I am doing is I'm working with MnDOT on a grant. It's called the Regional Transportation Coordinating Council. And we put East Central in the front of that because our region is the East Central region of Pine, Isanti, Chisago, Kennebec, and Mille Lacs. This grant started in July of 2018, and I came on with the RDC then, and we got the grant. And But what we're trying to do is, with all the RTCCs that are located all over the state of Minnesota, put together a cohesive, comprehensive, coordinated effort to connect all transportation providers together. We're bringing them to the table. So when I have my advisory board meetings, I have Arrowhead, TriCap, and Timber Trails there. And often I've got Jefferson Lines, and I've invited Groom. I haven't seen them at the table yet, but they know about what we're doing. They get information from us. And I have also been involved with some of the private providers, but they know they're very busy people. They're always driving people around. They also know what we're doing, too. So we're just trying to connect the dots, is what you and I always say. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, that's the plan. I don't know if folks have ever heard of GIS. It's Geographic Information Systems. When you go on your phone and you look up how to get from Mora to St. Cloud and you get that map, that's what you would want to see on your phone when you're looking for transportation providers that could get you from here to there. We're working with MnDOT to pull together the information that we have in this region through our public providers to figure out, you know, where are the gaps so we can look at the map and say, well, this is where Arrowhead goes, and this is where TriCap goes, and this is where Timber Trails goes, but where aren't they? How can we connect them together so a person can get from Mora to St. Cloud or from Mora to Princeton or from Malacca over to Chisago City without it being a real hassle, too. So it's a process. Another option that we've had come into play here is over in the St. Cloud area, that's Region 7W. We are Region 7E. So we do overlap with Malax County. They have a program over there that's working with Lyft. And Cherie Wagner, who was on the air with us a couple weeks ago, she talked about their program and what they're doing over there. And so she made it available for a lift to come into any county in our state. Even if you've only got 100 people in your county, you can set up a Lyft program there or you can become a Lyft driver through Lyft there. That's something I really want to promote to people. If they're interested in becoming a Lyft driver, please let me know 
or you can go on to the Lyft site and sign up to become a Lyft driver. The area over there in West Central Minnesota, their RTCC is called Connect Central Minnesota RTCC, Regional Transportation Coordinating Council. They have a program there where if you need a ride and you are on waivers, they can set it up for you that Lyft can come and utilize your waiver account and you can get free Lyft rides. So that's another thing. There's a whole lot happening here. Mm-hmm. Also want to promote, too, that we have a website. It's called eastcentraltransit.com, and I encourage everybody to take a look at that because on that site, you'll see a directory of all of our providers that are as current as we can be with, you know, what's available out there, and you'll also hear podcasts of all of the interviews that you and I have done over the last Boy, we started the interviews in May of this year. Yeah, isn't it something? Well, half a year, really. Yeah. You know, it's and, gone quick. And we've done two interviews a month. You can pick who you want to listen to. You can listen to them all, which I encourage you to do. You'll learn a lot. And mm-hmm. you and I today are going to talk about what was on these mm-hmm. podcasts. The podcasts are also available on the KBEK website. You can go on to their podcast link mm-hmm. and find all of those as well. But on ours, it's only the transportation interviews. A lot of good information out there. No doubt. In fact, you've done a great job to pull all the various options that are out there. I mean, you just keep searching to get more and more and more. And we started out, I guess, as much close to home as, as I'd like to think of. So I think of Helen Piper. I do think of Timber Trails. And that's right in our backyard. And we talked to Brandon also from Arrowhead Transit. And each of these folks kind of spearhead each of these different options. So then we got into, in July, we talked to Craig Ramp. Now, he was from TriCap, and you've mentioned TriCap a couple of times, and that's kind of a bigger overview. They cover kind of a broader area, right, Karen, as I recall? Right. TriCap covers the St. Cloud area. Those counties are Stearns, Benton, Morrison, Malax included, yep, you know, yep. and that overlaps our region. And that's the interest that I've got going on there. Lori Schultz is the executive director there. She's now been involved very much with our RTCC. Craig has left. So she's working really hard with her volunteer driver program and all that they have going on over there. So TriCap is a great solution over in the Malax area, getting down into Princeton and over to St. Cloud. And another person that we chatted with, and I thought it was one of our, all of our interviews were interesting, but Nick Zelly, what a nice guy. Now, Nick's grandpa was the one who started Jefferson Lines, right? Yeah, it was his grandpa or great-grandpa? Maybe great-grandpa, yeah, because yeah. it goes back to, I, I keep forgetting. Early. As I get older, Karen, I realize that, oh my gosh, we have to go great-great now instead of just great. But you're right, <laughs> it was great-great-grandfather, started Jefferson Lions, turn of the century, somewhere in there. And he's been out in the world doing other things, and now he's come back, and he is working in the family business, so to speak. The neat thing about Jefferson Lions is they're one of the oldest transportation options, I think, in the country, to be quite honest, as I recall. I believe so, too. And I think that they started out with trains. Am I wrong? I There was something with trains. And here's what I'll tell you. What Karen mentioned about the interviews, do that. If you go to the website that she shared with you, 
and you can pull these different interviews up and hear them in their entirety, and that's really the way to go at it. But they, specifically for our area, this Jefferson Lines, you can go all over the country. They run the corridor a lot of 35, as I recall. Mm -hmm. And so that's really nice for folks, and I see them running more often when I'm on 35, and you too, because you're doing a lot of traveling these days. And they do. They make that trek if you want to go to Duluth and then you want to go down to Rochester, those kind of things, either within the state or outside the state. So that was another one. And as we got into the dog days of summer in August, we talked to Jason Dietz from Groom, and you mentioned Groom. They do a lot when it comes to airports, the shuttles, and that kind of thing, as I recall. Right. They go from Duluth down to the airport. They stop at the state capitol. They stop at the Mall of America. And then they have many stops along the way on 35 as they go up to Duluth as needed. You right. call and you make your reservation. You can leave your car at uh, certain places, and they're listed on their website, usually for free. I know that Toby's, um, I think there's a gas station near Toby's, and you can leave your car there. You need to let them know that you're leaving their your car there for free. And then you get on the groom shuttle, and you go right down to the airport. And then they're there when you need them to pick you up and bring you back. And I believe they kind of keep track of your airline for you as far as whether it's, you know, going to be late or not. And they do 10 round-trip routes a day. Mm -hmm. The convenience of that for our area specifically, not having to deal with driving your own vehicle down to the airport, paying for parking there, the advantages there just go on and on. So that's another interview you might want to check out. And when, I also want to mention with Groom, they are ADA accessible. So if you're in a wheelchair, if you have any problems, they do have a lift in their vans. And the vans carry from 11 to 14 passengers. Their website is groomtransportation.com. Now, most of these, if you just plug in Jefferson Lines or Arrowhead Transit or Timber Trails Transit, you'll easily find these. We talked to Colette Hansen as well from Arrowhead Transit, and she talked about the volunteer program. So we want to mention with all these that we're talking about, every one of them is looking for drivers, whether it's a paid position or volunteer. So I think Karen would want to push that because it can be the perfect job for many people. And if you're interested, check these websites out and look at the hiring aspect, and that will help you out there. Talk a little bit too, Karen. In September, remember we, we had a chance to talk to Tim Schmutzer from FaZe. He is also the chair, I understand. He is our chair of our ECRTCC, and he's been uh, fantastic working with him, getting to know him. Tim is the executive director of FaZe. His clients have a lot of transportation issues. He has uh, folks that need to get to employment in different areas every day from wherever they live. And I know that Timber Trails and Arrowhead also help him get his clients to their respected employment opportunities, but he also has vans that he uses as well. And we're trying to figure out ways that these vans could be utilized by other entities during the day when FaZe isn't using them. And we had a great discussion recently about the kidney dialysis situation where there may be somebody who needs to get to dialysis during the holidays and the buses may not be running. Well, how do you get to your appointment if you need to go, you know, a certain number of days a week? It doesn't pause because it's Christmas. Right. So we're working on a 
process, I hope that we can remedy the situation. But it always comes down to, and I hate to say this, but it comes down to insurance and who's driving the bus and who's paying the insurance, who's paying the driver, how is this being taken care of? So this is another big issue that we're, we're trying to work around. And hopefully with MnDOT's help, we'll come up with some solutions. Well, and speaking of MnDOT, also in September, we talked with Tom Gottfried, and he is also from MCOTA. What does MCOTA stand for again? The Minnesota Council on Transportation Access. And they oversee so much of what we're doing with the RTCCs. We're involved with their meetings. They have a huge board, and then they have a senior leadership committee which involves the governor's office and others, of course. It's a big group of people, Commerce Department, Revenue, everybody. So they're all involved in what we're doing, and they know about our volunteer driver plight, the 14 cents a mile situation that volunteer drivers can only be paid 14 cents a mile tax-free. Once you go over that 14 cents, Anything you get paid over that needs to be looked at after you reach uh, $600. And in rural areas, we know that the the distances that people have to travel, that $600 comes along really fast. And so what do you do? When you reach that 600, you have to file a 1099. Well, why is it that a volunteer driver is only paid 14 cents a mile, whereas if I'm driving for the RDC, I get paid, I think it's now 56 cents a mile. And the 56 cents a mile IRS reimbursement rate is looked at every year, where this 14 cents a mile reimbursement rate has not changed in over 20 years. Mm. We have another group of people called the Minnesota Volunteer Driver Coalition, and you can go on their website as well. We're working with them, and we have a lobbyist within that group to help change some laws that are mostly state laws, and we were able to do those, but this is a federal law. And so we're working on getting more folks in touch with this that are outside of our state, because it's not just Minnesota. It's all over the nation. It's a national 14 cents a mile volunteer driver reimbursement rate. What the heck? Yeah, (laughs) things need to change. And speaking of things that they want to change, when we talked to Ken Bueller from Northern Lights Express, His thing is they had a train, so to speak, that went from up north all the way down south. And this was a number of years ago. Go to hear the interview with Ken. They have done everything they need to do to have something in place that if the legislation would pass, this train could be back and running. That's the very most simple version I can give you of that. Please go and listen to Ken's interview. He did an awesome job describing what they're working on, what they've done, and how this could go forward and just be a boon for so many towns if this train would get going again, right, Karen? Is that a good way to put it? Exactly. You know, the NLX, the Northern Lights Express, used to run from Minneapolis up to Duluth in the 80s, and they lost their funding at one point, and so they stopped the train. And if we could get this running again, and I know they're shovel-ready. They mm-hmm. are so they are ready. ready. They've done yep. all their reports and everything. If that could get going again, you could take a train from Minneapolis down by the Twin Stadium and go up to, well, they had a stop in the northern portion of uh, the Twin Cities. But then it would stop in Cambridge. It would take you to Hinkley. You could go to the casino. And then I believe it had a stop in Sands. Stone. 
I'm not sure that that one is current, but then it takes you up to Duluth. I'm excited about that. Please, yes, listen to Ken. He's very knowledgeable. He loves trains. He does. And I'll also mention is the footprint. If we're trying to save energy and do things more efficiently, this would be awesome, especially in this day and age. Mm-hmm. I'll just mention, too, we talked to Erica Bliss. She is the Veteran Service Officer of Kaneva County. She handles all the veteran stuff. Please listen for that interview. She had some great things to say. And getting us caught up, we talked about Sherry Wagner from Connectability. And we also talked to Ellen. She is an Arrowhead bus driver. We talked to her last month. She is just an absolute delight. So please go and listen to these interviews. And Karen, just because of a time frame here, let folks know what they can look forward to, what we're planning here coming up in January. Well, in January, we'll have Sue Seamers. She works for MnDOT, and she's in the Office of Transit and Active Transportation, OTAT. And she's working with people on the 5310 program. And this is a program that's put out through the FTA, the Federal Transit Administration, where people who are seniors or disabled, that's where they focus on getting them buses, for a reasonable rate. You come up with 20% and the 5310 program would take on the other 80%. And I would like to work with organizations who are looking to purchase any buses for their organization, such as a senior facility. And if you want any help with this, please let me know because I'm anxious to get some of these vehicles in our region. So you can reach me through the website. And then the other interview we're hoping for in January, if you want to talk about that. Well, I've got Natalie Mathewson and Wendy Galanis, and both of them work for the Central Minnesota Council on Aging and Senior Linkage Line. Wendy is uh, very well connected with Senior Linkage Line. And we're going to talk to them about some of the needs that they see or they have regarding transportation. I want you to get to know these two women. They are very uh, knowledgeable. And Natalie, is on our uh, advisory board as well as our local human service transportation coordination plan. So we're trying to make sure that people are able to get where they need to go, especially those that are in the rural areas that there's nothing out there. Let's talk more about that with them. That sounds good. And as an overview again, let's let folks know if they want to find out more, these interviews, again, what's the website, Karen? EastCentralTransit.com. And on that site, you'll see the Facebook link, and you can link to that. Please like our Facebook page and make any comments that you'd like, because we need to hear from you. We're working with everybody. We need to hear from you. And the other option, just for somebody who maybe just doesn't do computers, is there a phone number they can at least leave you a message and you can get back to them? You know, I'd like to leave you my cell phone number, but please do leave a message because I don't tend to pick up calls that I don't recognize. But I do listen, of course, to all my messages. My cell phone number is 612-269-269. 4090. And I'd really love to hear from folks. And right now we've got some focus groups that we're trying to put together to find out what exactly you need and what you would like to see. If you've got any ideas for the future, I'm here for you. Absolutely. And Karen, I so appreciate all the work you've done from the beginning of the summer, basically through this time period. I look forward to 2022 with you. I hope you and your family have a wonderful holiday season, my dear. Oh, well, thank you. And you as well, Robin. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right. You have been listening to a Q Media Group production.